<sighs> I guess I better get it over with. Hi, I'm James, uh, Emmanuel Poppet. You can call me Emmanuel Poppet. Um, please say the whole thing every time. And I will not say your name at all. Just because I'm not sure which one you are. There's dozens of listeners, potentially, and um, you all look the same to me. You know, from way up here on my podcast, um, uh, Porcelain Pedestal, I uh, can't even tell what color your clothes are. I'm so high up here. The air is very thin, and I just subsist on the dew that it's carried carried upon it. Um, God's seen to that, but let me tell you something I saw once. I'd seen a couple things before, so that wasn't really the big part of it, but, um, well, I had seen, um, what had happened was I saw a dog. (laughs) I had been so excited to see one. I'd read about them in book, and... They seemed pretty fucking cool. They were friends with boys and stuff. And they could, like, go find things for you, I think. I don't know. I wasn't a big reader. But, um, I'd seen a cat before. And I'd read about those. And and they seemed like, you know, I don't, wasn't sure. But the cat was awesome. Like, dude, it could grab your leg with its tail. It, 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 its claws went in and out. It didn't have to have claws or it could have claws, um... It was a real asshole, but like in a way that I, <laughs> I just want to hang out with him again. I hope he likes me too. But then I saw the dog. The real one, in real life, just like in the book. Two-dimensional, brown. Yeah, it had a tail, but it couldn't grab anything with it. It couldn't grab anything with anything. Its claws stayed where they were. Just part of its feet. And, um... I mean, yeah, it could carry a beer over to you, but it would poke holes in the beer with its teeth. And man, like, I'm not drinking after a fucking dog. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. So I cried and cried, and my daddy took me to sports game arena ball. And, uh... I mean, I guess I was excited about that. He, he was, I, I was pretending to be because I knew that he didn't want me to be no queer. Um, and I am. I am no queer to this very day. Well, supposedly we all are a little bit. Anyway, that's what my psychometrist says. And um, she's very handsome. So he took me to sports ball arena game and... Uh, realized it couldn't have been a trick because these people are stupid most of them sorry doc um doc hansen was also at the game that day um, he's not stupid at all and he does my puberty shots so let's do a shout out to doc hansen shout 
So I look up. This is the first time I had even heard of them. I didn't know there were animals like these. Floating there majestically above the crowd. A blimp. Beautiful. My God, I stood there transfixed. Staring at it, it's staring at me. I smiled and it wanted me to have a good year. <laughs> Which part is its head? The part with celebrities in it or, or is it the part that looks like ribs? I, I think that's probably its ribs, but who knows with an animal like that? What does it eat, sky plankton? <laughs> I was so thrilled, I, I ran right home. Um, I, it's, it's like, Dad, drive the fucking car. I don't care about the sports ball arena match. And you know this, okay? I'm still gonna not be a queer. Or I don't really know how to say it. Um, and I'd forgotten what I had said then. Um, now. Uh, which is unfortunate for you guys, because it would have been a very colorful story if I had just remembered what happened. But, you know, I'm an aging man. So, my puberty shots are way behind me. Anyway, I ran home on the roof of the car while Dad drove. And as soon as we, he got near the driveway, I jumped off and sprinted the rest of the way to the house. And I looked it up on the Prodigy web, and I looked it up in the libraries, and I looked it up in even regular libraries. Nothing. Not on microfiche, not on microfilm. Not in the reference section. Not in the um, National Geographics, which are very informative. Anyway, um... No information on the common great blimp, as I've come to call it. Uh, no migratory patterns, no sexual habits, no diet, nothing. So I went up at college and I demanded to know why there was this oversight in our knowledge base. You know, I'm genuinely, genuinely concerned for the children who come after me. Um, because I'm not very conscious, you know, very uh, awake-minded. I don't usually think about civic duties, but these fucking intellectuals were pissing me off. Why the fuck would you bring a monkey to the South Pole and you don't know what a blimp is? They're one of the most beautiful <laughs> creatures I have ever seen. And science told me that they weren't even real. He said, that's not an animal. Get out of my office. And I said, fuck you. Thank you for seeing me. Thank you for taking the job to see me. And I cried even more and cried and more cried. And I ran super double fast home. And I threw my shoes in the fire. And I said, I am never coming back to school again. And my dad beat the shit out of me. He said, you've been acting weird, boy. So anyway, I had seen that once when I saw the dog. Same day.
actually there was this one time I saw um, it's not really scary it's more confusing I was in the back seat um, my parents were driving us to my dad's parents nanny papa's farm and we were out over the lake and there were meteors falling I remember shooting stars because there's a meteor shower and my mom had told me all about it during the day how we were going to get to see them if it wasn't cloudy and I looked over and in this one part of the sky, there was just all these little bitty lights appearing. It was, you know, I guess about the size of a half dollar piece of the sky. These little bitty lights, much smaller than stars, just pinpricks of light, but bright. About 50 or 60 of them just kind of appeared and spread out in this one dense cluster. And then uh, just kind of flew off like a cloud of gnats across the uh, night sky and I told my parents what I'd, what I'd seen and they said you're a liar you didn't fucking see that my parents used to take us to on the weekends. <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> and I saw her duck into an alley. My parents wouldn't listen to me because I was just a boy and I didn't own any property yet. So <laughs> I pulled away from them risked all the dangers of the street and urchins and whatnot, Fagin, and other singing orphans, that they might hamshackle me and steal all the valuables out of my many, many pockets. <coughs> you see, we wore more pockets in those days because of... <coughs> because of the dysentery. <coughs> Yes, I saw Judy Garland duck down there, eh? and I pulled away from them, you see, and I ran across the street to the alley in which I saw a duck, and <laughs> they really are just like everyone else. <laughs> I saw her back there getting tag-teamed by two scrawny, homeless-looking Blackfeet folks. Now, these were not the kind of people I would normally associate with. I wouldn't have been allowed. Not if the curtains weren't drawn, or if the neighbors weren't out of town. But these two young men were having the time of their lives. And I said, Miss Garland, she said, oh, nice to meet a fan. And I, I begged her for her autograph. And she gave it to me in the butt. I never did get that signature. <coughs> Those were indeed the days. <coughs> oh. 